there any heart attack this year? <laughs> you like you had it like you I came know. in on point though. I know. You came in on no, point. Okay. You ready? All right. Just like confidence. Okay. We got it. I mean <laughs> Episode. What episode is this? A twelve? 13? It might be more. We more, might be 13? close to like 15. 15? Maybe. Probably. Yeah, I think we're close to like Rushing 15. It. That's awesome. Yo, <clears throat> welcome everybody to the, the Wild, Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> the Revs That Count Podcast. <laughs> we are your hosts. I'm Valenz. And I'm Adam. And the Revs That Count are the <laughs> it's about uh, the challenges and triumphs that we go through in everyday life. It's about tackling uh, this human experience with vigor and grace. And in fitness, the reps that count are the last couple reps that you are doing with intention. And that's what creates the most growth. So it's the same for life. That was good. That was good. That was good. I was trying so hard not to <laughs> laugh because of the out of what a mess you <laughs> We had a cut because I messed it up. Oh, and then you, you got me laughing. I'll be laughing the whole episode. Oh, all right, guys. All right, all right, all right. We're Adam. going straight to the reps that count. to the reps that count. All right. Yeah. Nice little jingle. That's that's a nice little intro right there. All right, cool. So, Adam, before we start the episode. Yes. Got to ask you the question of the day. Ask away. All right. What is something that you've done in the last week that you're proud of? Massive action. Okay. I was, I've been talking a big game for a while, just planning, planning, and I can plan myself to death. Mm. Man, I'm a good planner. You're a good <laughs> I get creative. I write it all out, but I, sometimes I fall short when it comes time to execute. Okay, um, and sometimes before I would self sabotage before I can execute. It's weird, like it. It, and I've repeated that same process several times. And this week, even like I did a small planning, but it was more about all right. This is the action that I need to take every single day to hit this goal. And I'm crushing the goal, like way ahead. And it just took like making those uncomfortable phone calls and like just actually doing, doing the work. You've been cold calling? Uh, Almost. Warm (laughs) calling? Yeah. Yeah. Warm (laughs) calling, you know, like (laughs) reaching out to people. Hey, this is what I do, you know, and let's do it. (laughs) All right. I love it. It's working. You know, I feel like sometimes we're scared to ask. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. (laughs) That sometimes. Damn. That's. That's dope, man. Yeah, yeah. How about you? Um, for me, so I've been, I think I've told you, I've been working on this uh live stream mm-hmm. um for a competition that's coming up this weekend. Big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The MIA Classic, which is part of Waterpalooza, and like I'm in charge of the live stream. And at this moment, like Everything that I've been planning or all the things that I've been imagining in my mind, I've been able to test and it's going good. That's awesome. So like I am excited and like I'm just like like just going for it. Like I, I went on a walk the other day and I was like, oh, that's a great idea. Let me go ahead and try to implement it. And like I was 
Well, then the idea has other people involved. And like, I just reached out to a few people and they're like, oh yeah, man, we'll get that video over to you. And, so, and did it take like, like new training or like learning something new? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I was on YouTube. Nice. Like it was like hours of like trying to like specifically trying to get instant replays figured out Ooh. for the, for the live stream. Like that, you know, I have I had to set things up, and I'm like, okay, I've never done this before. Set That's up gotta the hot be keys. Yeah, set up hotkeys. Like try to figure out how to like clip the clips, and then have them go to a specific folder that's tied to a specific scene that is connected to a button. And like, there's little things, right? So like, if I go to the clip of the instant replay. And then I go back to the clip of the live thing. The instant replay keeps playing in the background. So the sound just had, like was just echoing. So I had to oh, figure yeah. out how to turn that off. It was just little things, but yeah. I love that. Yes. I love that. So I'm, I'm guys, if if oh they won't see this until after. Yeah, until yeah, yeah. I mean it'll still be on YouTube, but yeah, so uh Waterploo is a really big fitness festival in miami the miami classic is a part of that but now it's separate yeah yeah like we have it's basically gonna be on the street and it's free for everybody to go um again it, like they're not gonna see this but you could still watch the maybe we can it, clip like yeah, yeah, a small yeah, clip from this episode oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Just so people can come check you out yeah That's man great. so there's some some cool stuff. I guess I could talk about like all the cool stuff yeah. I have planned, yeah. right? So like athlete intros, like NFL style athlete intros. Nice. So you know, in most competitions, like you just do the regular intro where you stand around the platform and everybody, like the announcer, just tells you who's lifting. Mm -hmm. But if you're watching the live stream, it's not very, you know, it's, there's nothing there. Mm -hmm. So my plan is to cut to every athlete introducing themselves Ooh. similar to how you would watch on the nfl game um you know again instant replay slow motion instant replay live on air interviews you did like effects and stuff like yeah like i'm I, like i have the whoosh, and then oh, like the, yes. the, the yes. replay thing going yeah I, I still have like a couple more effects that i want to have like wait times like even like i'm planning on having commercials and all types awesome. of shit can you send me the link for the live stream yeah 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 we'll yeah, post yeah, it yeah, we'll yeah, yeah it. man like it's yeah i'm trying to like the goal is to be on espn love like, it next year that's the goal <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's that's you told me that bro no that's that's like the goal is i, I want weightlifting on espn even if it's like espn three trace or whatever because like if Ultimate Tag could be on ESPN, if Cornhole could be on ESPN, weightlifting should also be on Absolutely. ESPN. So. Absolutely. And I want you to be in that. Yeah, I, I just want to be a part of it. I don't even need to be on ESPN. I just want the sport. Yeah, I love that. On ESPN. I love that. So um, that touches on something bigger, the passion for the sport. The fact that you just want it to be on and yeah. you don't care what part you play in it. You just want it to be on. That's passion. Yeah, man. That is. It's, it's, a, it's a great sport. And it's like once you get to know it and that's that's my that's my job for this ice cream to explain the sport to the people who don't know it. Because I don't know. Like a lot of people don't know how to play golf, yeah. but they'll watch it. And like I don't understand what's going on in golf. So when I watch it, I'm like, oh, this is boring. Yeah, but when you get to understand like the the processes and there's plans and and, and like it's just there's a lot more to just lifting the weight. So um, I made a decision. I'm gonna do a meet this year. 
Okay. Uh, I snatched today. It went well. Okay. Trying some no feet snatches because you know I got a snaky leg, <laughs> and uh, and it went well. So are you gonna get a coach? Um, maybe. <laughs> okay. What you think I should get a coach? Um, coaches. A coach is why I love weightlifting more than CrossFit. Because, okay. like, when you go to a competition, you literally don't have to worry about anything except lifting. Yeah. Like, you put on your singlet, you sit in the back, and your coach. Like, if you're a great athlete, like, this is something uh, the type of athletes coaches love. Like, you just wait. Like your coach tells you when to warm up. Oh, yeah. And so, then, I got to do the Brooklyn barbell classic in, in New York. I okay. that weightlifting meet, and Akeem Ojo was my coach. And he was a Nigerian weightlifting champion coach. Okay. And uh, he was amazing. He's older. He was like maybe 65 at the time. But um, it was a ama- it was a great experience. And he did the he was there with me the whole yeah, time. Yeah, like they like, tell you, you know, you're fantastic. this many out, left, okay, boom, let's go stage. You have three more. And it's just so much easier than doing CrossFit where you're like, you're in the middle of the workout and you're like all right, I got to break down these sets. It's like 21, 15, how do I want to do this? All right, I'm going to do seven, seven, seven. I'm going to do this, this. All right, I'm going to breathe here. I'm going to, it's a lot more. Weightlifting is just. I lift. like the art of it, bro. Like Of weightlifting? Yeah. Yeah. Like the art of the snatch, every position. and It's like dancing, bro. Yeah, it's it, like it, dancing. It's really like dancing. Yeah. Um. All right. So that was the question. Yeah. Like if, if, you know, if you're watching this, Feel free to let us know in the comment section or text messages, DMs, wherever, you know, what is something that you've done this week that you're proud of. So you want to go ahead and introduce this week's topic? Yes. This week's topic is simple, not easy, which is something I try to remind myself constantly because I like to overcomplicate my life. Mm -hmm. And then I get overwhelmed and then I have to strip my life to the bare bones again. And I was like, man, I should have just kept it bare bones the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so simple, not easy means doing the hard stuff, but not doing things that are unnecessarily hard or an unnecessary period. Yeah. Which leaves room for joy and leaves room for connection and leaves room for the actual important stuff. Um, so a lot of times we think we need to do uh, the hardest kind of training or we need to train five hours a day or we need to um, work 80 to 100 hours a week where maybe we could have worked a little bit smarter or maybe we could have got a certain certification to mm, make a little yeah. more money or we could have just stuck to one program because that actually worked. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Instead of like pro- program hopping. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and done it with the intensity that makes the results. Yeah. Intensity and intentions too. Like mm-hmm. that's the that's the other thing. Like knowing what's the purpose of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like that makes it that makes it like more worthwhile. Oh, and yeah. you get a lot more out of it. We spoke about that last episode, the true north. You know, yeah. like it's how that's uh, there has to be a true north. There has to be a purpose and an intention behind everything that you do. Um and that's the the 
other thing, you know, making the main thing the main thing. Ah, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. You're like, oh man, I get distracted so easy. And it's it's like I can see myself getting distracted. <laughs> <laughs> bro, why are you doing this again? Oh, ADHD is funny as shit, bro. Again? Yeah. Bro, like, you know, that that happened this week. It's like I did the the work that I didn't want to do. And it produced so much more results in all that planning that I was mm-hmm. doing. Like you try to like you come up with the plan and then you try to like come up with the garnishes and then you end up focusing way more on the garnishes before the dish is even ready. I mean, you're like sprinkling parsley on the plate, but there's nothing else. Like, and then you got a cold turkey. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Focusing on the garnishes. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a good way to look at it. Like, I I mean, I do the same thing. Like, I do it often. Like, Mm -hmm. like I start way too many projects. And oftentimes it's really just to distract myself because it's like, like it's hard for me to just like to do the one thing, and like I try to find a way to escape it, and that's where it comes. Like the doing the the fluff, yeah, comes from story of my life, story of my life, and until and I snap out of it, I'm pretty aware, and I journal, and I try to be aware when I'm doing that. And I'll still do it, but I'm like, in, yeah, at least like be know that you're doing it. Okay. Know that you got to stop doing that. Oh, you know what? Like th- that also leads to like, like putting you in a funk at times, mm-hmm. right? And I think one of the things that I had to learn this past year was to have grace on myself, mm-hmm. right? Because again, like there's going to be times where you get sidetracked. But when you get sidetracked, it's important to be aware that you sidetracked and be like, okay, I just got distracted. Let me get back on track without feeling guilty for veering off the yeah. course for a little bit of time. Like, cause that guilt could like prevent you from course correcting. Oh yeah. 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 And don't be around people that make you feel guilty for it. Yeah. You know, like if someone's trying to make you feel guilty, like, oh, this is what you always say. <laughs> this is what you always do. Maybe that person doesn't need to be in your life. Or yeah, you, need yeah. to, you need to let them know that does it, that's not positive and mm-hmm. that's not making you feel good. So as a friend, right, if you know somebody who does that, like what's a good way to approach the situation? Like how do you help someone like get back on track without necessarily making them feel guilty about it? Um. That's, that's a, a good one. one. Yeah, that's that's tough. And I'm not going to sit here and make up a fake answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a tough one. I would say if I had to, you know, I am a coach. So setting up clear steps is something that I do for people. And sometimes that's fitness. Sometimes that's not fitness. So I would sit him to, hey, man, let's let's meet for coffee and let's talk about, like, to speak it out to me. Tell me exactly how you're going to do this. Um, and then sometimes them telling you or not being able to tell you how they're going to do it will set that in their mind, like, oh, I'm doing that again. Okay. Or, you know, like, uh, I need to make the steps. And, and if I can help them, I, I'll help them. But just making them aware of, hey, this is something they actually got to plan out. Okay. Is is maybe I haven't been in that situation. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel like I think that's that's a good way. That would be a good way to approach it. Because I I'm not one hundred percent sure I've been in that situation, but I feel like if I have been in that situation, I've approached it the other way, 
where I just like kind of be like, man, you always do this. Yeah. Like, bro, you start something and then, you know, you don't finish it. And like, that's not a constructive way to, to boost people to course correct. Cause again, in my, and I, I think we speak to our friends the way we speak to ourselves. Mm-hmm. So if, I always guilt myself for not doing the right things. Like I used to take that guilt and just like push it on other people. So yeah, I think, I think having just a conversation where you're allowing that individual to just express what they're going through and then kind of almost figuring it out themselves. I feel like that's a better way to approach it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I've been on the other side of that, the, Oh, this is what Adam always does. Or this is what Adam always says. You uh-huh. know? And that shit doesn't feel good. Yeah. Like, it's like, I'm trying here. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> like, you think I want to? It's it's a tough thing, bro. Yeah. Like, it's tough. And I know we planned on doing like a, a episode on ADHD. And I'm like, I don't, I'm, I don't know how to speak about it. But I feel like this is a nice way to kind of add that into this um, conversation. But for me, like, I did not know. Like, I'm still not clinically diagnosed or whatnot. But it wasn't until, I guess, what year are we in 2024? Like, late 2022 that, like, people started telling me I have ADHD. Mm. And I'm like, like, it was, like, just, like, in a span of, like, a week. It's like... Three people are like, yeah, you got you got ADHD. And I'm like, bro, you like a couple of them had known me for years, and it's like, you never told me this. Like, I I get guilted for like leaving you know cabinets open. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's like just an ADHD thing. Yeah, like you just like I'm like I get distracted. Like I'm putting dishes away so i'll have a cabinet open because you know you're putting the cups up yeah. but then i'm like oh there's a plate i opened up the plate cabinet then i open up the bowl cabinet and i'm like i'm putting them one one by one yeah. now maybe you know finish with the plates but then i leave that like i'll just have shit open um but when i realized that i had adhd or i was told it kind of shifted like my mind is like okay now i'm more aware mm-hmm. like okay this is why i'm doing this this is what i'm and i think also like there there comes times where like i feel like i use it for an excuse and like that thing it bothers me yeah yeah it bothers me a lot when i'm like oh damn man that's that's my adhd but i'm like fuck i don't want this to control me yeah it controlled me for 26 years Okay. And then I like, did you know you had it? No, no, no. I didn't know. And it's like, man, why let's just keep fucking up, dude. <laughs> like, but like, I why, like, like, I mean, I got all this potential. I'm creative. <laughs> I'm pretty smart. Like, um, this is wild that I just like fumble at the, at the, at the finish. Line. Line, yeah, yeah. Like, always, always like, how is this always happening? And then saw a therapist and then saw a psychiatrist and then went through some testing and, they're actually really strict in New York about testing and all that stuff. So oh, like it was really? Legit, okay. legit testing. And um, you're like, yeah, your ADHD is fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when I that say it controls me, I mean, like, I didn't feel that until I figured out that I had it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like before that, it was just like, okay, this is just who I am. It's just whatever. Yeah. But now it's just like, damn, man, this shit has control over me and I hate it. I couldn't read a paragraph without halfway through the paragraph. I was like, I don't even know what I just read because I was thinking about but, uh, others. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, um, but there's the superpower side of ADHD. Yeah. I told you about that book, Peter Shankman. Uh, thinking fat, yeah 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 i i started actually listening to it which yeah. is a great i think everybody who has adhd and everybody who's in a relationship yeah with somebody who has it just should listen to to that book oh, yeah oh yeah um that was the first one i just you know we go down rabbit hole so i i started trying to learn about myself and my mind and what makes it tick and why I'm where I'm at and I've been able to set up my life to work perfectly for me or as well as possible yeah, yeah. because I know I have ADHD. I don't sit for a living, you know, I'm constantly yeah, moving yeah, around. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. It I actually makes me a great coach. Oh, I can coach a room of 24 people pretty well because I can be everywhere at once. Yeah. Um, I, there are certain things if hyper-focus, I don't know if you ever gotten to, um, sometimes we're hyper focused or hyper fixated on certain things. If you get hyper fixated on the right thing, you can make gold. Like I've had, I've had a few like moments. That's an ADHD. Like, bro, I, <laughs> I remember one time like I was editing a music video. This was like high school. Like the computer we had had like basically a fake version of windows mm -hmm. where the computer would crash every like 30 minutes or something. It would just freeze and we'll have to restart. And so I would edit the video for like the first few times I did it, I edited a video and I lost everything. Mm -hmm. And I, so basically I had gotten to the part where I was just editing it, saving it, computer would crash. I'll start, but I did it for the entire day from morning Till the sun went down, I didn't eat anything. You were just going. I was just going. And I was like, oh, shit, I haven't eaten all day. Hyperfocus, the ADHD thing that we can do. If we're interested in something, we're interested. If we're not, we're not. you couldn't pay us <laughs> to do it. <laughs> oh, man. Like, writing emails for me was so hard. Oh God! But I've gotten better. Yeah, and you, you remember when I was telling you, like when we first started this uh, podcast, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, "I'm learning how to type." Yeah, bro, bro. You got nasty at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm still messing up, but I messed up fast. I messed up faster now. You it feel me? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's awesome. Love sorry, that. I'm sorry. You go ahead. No, yeah, no, I love that. Love that, man. Um, it's about learning. The awareness is so important because it's about learning how to work with what you got. Yeah. This is your mind. Yeah. You know, let's make the best out of it. Try to make sure you don't get too distracted. Mm -hmm. Like put things where they need to be. And like, stop trying to fit a circle into a square hole. Yeah. Like find a version of your life that works for you. Um, you're probably not meant to sit in front of a computer in an office for the entire day. Yeah. That's going to drive you crazy. Um be in a job where you can be with people and that you're social and that you like ADHD people, they're like some of the most charismatic people ever, dude. <laughs> Cause we kind of had to learn how to 
smooth talk. Yeah, 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 because we're not doing our work. <laughs> Don't tell nobody. It's like we're not doing our work. We're not doing our homework, our cast work, our work work. So we had to, you know, kind of learn how to get out of it. It was a while. I had like C2As. You know, and it was like, ah, oh, yeah, 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 effort. Uh, it was like grade effort and, and then uh, just uh, behavior. Behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. C two A's. Yes. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was, I was definitely a C student yeah. for sure. I love me some C's, and yeah. it was weird too because like my grading would be like I would go hard at the beginning. Just so I could slack off at the end. It's like, okay, boy, I'm just going to get where I need to be so that I could slack off. And by the time I'm done, I got my C and I'm good. Bro, but it's weird. Like, I was able to show up to business calc in college three times and get an A. How the Day fuck? one. And I was like, this guy doesn't even speak English. I can't understand him. Um, and I was like, I'm going to have to teach myself calculus. And then I sat there with the book. And I can I can follow things pretty well, and I like numbers, so I was able to like kind of figure it out. And showed up to the midterm, showed up to the final, got a day. Taught myself business scout, but I can't sit in a classroom and have someone tell me some boring shit. Like I can't do that. Like I'm fidgeting the whole time. Yeah, bro, I can't wait to get out. Do you ever watch these videos back? Do you see my leg? Yeah. I saw it. Yeah. Like every time I'm just like. Da, 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 da. So I hold stuff. I'm not holding. I'm actually holding this chair right now. But um, it's either a pen or it is usually a pen. Okay. But there's something like I didn't even know I was holding this until we said <laughs> if that. If you're not watching, Adam is currently like clutching the chair. Yeah. <laughs> like it's going to get pulled from under him. Yeah, man. Um, But I wouldn't change anything about myself. Okay. Like, yeah, I want to get better at certain things, but a lot of the, I, I like to think of my life as a, as a success, like love my wife, love what I do. And I get to, you know, I kind of created this life where it's a mixture of play and work and it's cool. I get to do this with you. Things are good. Right. And I don't think I would have got here if it wasn't for this ADHD side. Probably be in some office somewhere. Yeah, typing numbers yeah. and all right. So how do how do you do the hard things while also balancing the ADHD? Like I know you mentioned journaling. Right. But like when you journal, is it like a specific topic or do you just try to get everything out of your mind on paper? Just so it's not in your mind. So there's journaling and planning. Um, planning happens for the week, at the beginning of the week, or at the beginning of the day. So I do my gratitude, and it's a guided journal. It's a monk manual. I love it. So I have two journals. One's a blank journal, and then one's a guided one. Okay. Um, so I'll write down what's my intention for the day. Sometimes it's Kanye. It's usually one word. Okay. Um, what am I trying to show this day okay then i'll write down my priorities um and these are the things that you better not fuck up on all right like all right gotta pick up Caden from school or something you know like these are the priorities or the big things of that day then i'll go into a to-do list and now i'm using that app the motion app yeah okay and it's annoying bro because it will not stop popping up these tasks into your calendar until you do them that's been extremely helpful because I was forgetting the stuff that 
I like, let's say if I didn't do something on my task list, it was two pages ago. Oh yeah. So I would carry it over and then I would forget it. Yeah. And, it, and then a month goes by and I was supposed to do that. Yeah. This app doesn't allow me to do that. So in the app, like, are you able to add things like on your phone? Yeah. Okay. So right. When someone tells me something, let me write it down and it'll just keep plugging it into your calendar at any hole that fits into the time that you oh, need it. Oh, that's awesome. Until you get it done. And I'll set you reminders and it's annoying, bro. It's super annoying, but in a good way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, then journaling at the end of the night. Now, because I love this so much and I read it on Instagram, but it, it used to be, what did you do today? And now it's, what did you, what do you want to remember about today? About today. Okay. So. It's, I try to keep it positive, but sometimes it's, you know, it is what it is. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I'll just write. And it's free free writing. It's And this this is in your blank, your blank, blank journal? Okay. Blank journal. And I'm just free writing. And I try to type it up. And it felt very unnatural to type. And it felt like I was trying to think about what I was typing and I was mm, deleting. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I was writing, no one can read. Your handwriting, yeah. No, this like it is a dump of thoughts. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if I was to read it, I wouldn't even understand what I was writing because it's happening so fast. But it's just like these thoughts, and they're almost like so. It's no format or anything. It's just nothing. Sentences, half words, yeah, half words, ideas, thoughts, and it's been so therapeutic. It's like. You you close the chapter of that day. You turn the page, and you can go to bed at that point. Okay. Um, and so doing the hard things really comes down to setting up systems and processes around everything. Because, and more importantly for people with ADHD, it's intentions for every day, setting up habits, well, trying to create habits, and setting up the processes to get there. Okay. We don't have that. Our brain's not structured that way. But figuring out these things that can help us, like journaling, like um, exercise. Yeah, I was just going to say exercise. Oh, Apparently, so that's big. a big thing. So people with ADHD are missing adrenaline, serotonin, and uh, I forgot the third one. I don't remember either. <laughs> uh, adrenaline, serotonin, and... Uh, Dopamine. Dopamine. Yes. Dopamine. Yeah. So exercise releases adrenaline, serotonin, and dopamine. So it gives us the three chemicals that we're lacking. Yeah. So going for a a run, even doing like 20 burpees before you sit down to the computer, instantly puts you in a work mode. And then you can just start cranking away. Um, I actually did that. I think it was yesterday. Like I got, you know, I woke up for work and I did my walk mm-hmm. first and like I sat down for my work and like I just crushed it. Like yeah. I would just, like I killed it. Like all my tickets I just took care of in like yeah. 45 minutes. Yeah. I was like, hell yeah. Dude, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Um, And again, it's not making excuses, right? We can make mm-hmm. excuses about that stuff or you can just try to set up the right systems around you to to uh, pick up where you're lacking. You know, like other people can probably just be a little more organized easily. I had to set up 
very clear systems to every oh, single day. Man. I need system. Like I I try. Like I have a hard time setting up the system. I have a hard time planning things. Mm-hmm. Like I just try to be like, okay, I have to get X amount of stuff done. Like I really need to try that that app. Yeah, I, I I'm using it every day. Yeah, because I'll be like, yo, I have I know I have to do this, this, and this today. But then like I end up like having to try to do everything like in the last three hours of the day where it's like I didn't do anything at the beginning of the day. Yep. Like I, I need to do a better job. Well, you know what would happen to me? I had all this stuff to do and I finally go to sit down to do some stuff and I don't remember anything I had to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Now there's this list of things <laughs> with little timestamps of how long they should take and I can just do them. Ah, okay. Man, we need to get a sponsor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll shout them out. Yeah, that, one I day. Yeah, one I day. I love that. Okay, yeah, I, I need to try that. Okay, so do the hard things. Yes. Um, so just t- every day, if you're like, what's one challenging thing that I can do that would bring me closer to my goal? And move move that marble. And move that marble. Yeah, I mean, we, we've been moving marbles. Absolutely. We've been Absolutely. moving marbles. I put them in my jar today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, do they know? Did we say it last episode? We did. We said it like two episodes ago. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. that's been awesome. I got, I got family members doing it now. Yeah. yeah. I, got, I got my family members moving marbles, man. And it's it's been it's been awesome. I started a client. And it, and so I now I set it to because I needed one clear thing that I'm tracking, mm-hmm. and it's did you keep your calendar up to date? Oh, that's it. The only thing. Okay. Because if I did that, that means all my tasks are there, so I'm at least aware um, of my whole schedule. Me, it's like I overschedule or I didn't schedule something or I didn't realize. I get overwhelmed. So if it's all right in front of me, my life is a thousand times better. Okay. We should we should tell people about the marbles. Yes. Just in case they haven't. This might be their first episode. Oh, yeah. So there's two jars. So we, uh, we set up two jars. One jar has 100 marbles in it. It's the old you. The, new jar, uh, the other jar is empty and it represents the new you. And you pick one habit that you're trying to get better at. And every day that... You complete the task to make that habit stick. You take a marble from the old jar and you put it in the new jar. Every day that you don't do that, like let's say you were trying to diet and you messed up your diet, you have to take a marble out of the new jar and put Put it back back in in the the old jar. So you're aiming for net 100 days or net whatever days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you went 100. I just filled up my jar. You gave me 100 marbles. Because you said 100. Oh, oh, I was like, dude, he gave me, I counted them. I was like, he gave me 100. I gave you exactly what you, you yeah, said yeah, you yeah. wanted 100. So I like, I counted them. And I was like, okay, Adam wants 100. I didn't want, I didn't want you to have, I should have just yeah. told you I put 100 marbles in there. Yeah. So I, I did it with uh, one of my clients and he's working out five days a week. And he was like, how about the other two days? So I was like, no, you're going to take those marbles out. Even <laughs> the days that he's not working out. Because it's net one, yeah. net one hundred. I don't care what it is, net one hundred. And so he just has to work for a little bit longer. It doesn't matter. Um, so he already knows. Like every week, there's two marbles going back. Two marbles going back. That's fine. Okay. 
I would have been like, fuck that. Yeah. I'm just working out seven days. But I love that though, because yeah, you but I give just... him the option for walks. That counts. Okay. okay. You're active. Yeah, yeah, seven yeah, yeah. Days a week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Walks are awesome. Why not? Or or pickleball. Yeah, pickleball. Pickleball. Did I tell you there's a pickleball spot right by my house? Really? I I haven't figured out how to get to it though. It's like part of like a neighborhood or something. It's but like needed. I'm like driving and I could see it, but I don't know how to get to it yet. But it gets like real crowded. We jump in gates. I have to figure out how to get in there. I don't know if it's like a gated community and I have to follow somebody in, but we're So I looked it up and it would be really expensive to build a pickleball court. <laughs> looked it up, went down a rabbit hole, like I gotta get an excavator. Wait, but like why can't you just like You could draw it on, but the the clay courts uh, bounce a lot different than some like concrete, uh, like asphalt. Ah, uh, okay. So it's it's a process. Okay. Yeah, but it's a goal. All right. <laughs> we're gonna build we're gonna build a uh uh a pickleball court. Yeah. Right right at the gym. <laughs> right at the gym. Now let's talk about simple. Okay. Talked about not easy. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about simple. Do you tend to overcomplicate things? Um, at times, yeah. Like, cause I always, I, I, there's like, I, I start with simple, I think, but like, I don't tend to stick with simple. Mm -hmm. Like I always want to push the envelope. Okay. Uh, and sometimes it's a good thing, but sometimes it's not, but I feel like I, I feel like if, when you're just starting out though, you have to start with simple. Mm -hmm. Um, and the issue that most people run into, I believe, is they look at, you know, somebody's day 30 or year 10 and they want to start there. Yeah. Right. But the foundation has to be set. Right. So in photography, a lot of people just like, OK, I need the biggest, best camera. I'm going to go spend five thousand dollars on a camera body three grand on the best lens because it's expensive and I saw this one person on YouTube use it and the pictures are amazing. I thought about it. But and I went straight that was that's where you go, right? Yeah. Yeah. But there's things that you have to know, like the exposure triangle, like uh shutter speed, ISO and um the F stop. Those things, like if you don't know those three things, it doesn't matter how expensive your camera is, Mm -hmm. right? And and composition is gonna, yeah. Composition is another thing. Like I, oh, there's photographers with like the most amazing, the most amazing cameras available to man. Like I'm talking ten thousand dollar cameras, bro. But they can't compose a photo to save their life and like learning the how to compose it's like like you you watch the videos yeah. right like you practice that that stuff doesn't cost necessarily but like just having the most expensive gear you don't learn that stuff mm-hmm. so the easy is exposure triangle and composite composition and also like you know learning how to speak to your subject there's stuff like that that's easy but people skip over it and then straight to the bro and i i I always feel bad because i'm looking at like the pictures i'm like 
like sure and and you you get a false sense of like you're doing great i think from the subject because like if you take pictures of somebody they're always just going to be grateful for it Mm -hmm. like oh man thank you you take a picture of me but what ends up happening is somewhere down the line you start to compare yourself and you're like oh like my pictures aren't that great and like it, it, it hurts you because you don't have that foundation. Mm. Um, yeah, so like, I, bro, I get made fun of all the time for the cameras I use, but it, I, my foundation is so solid that I could be in a room and be like, okay, yeah, you have the best camera available, but we're in the same room. Mm-hmm. Like we're literally in the same room. So it doesn't even matter like how you feel about my camera. Like we're taking pictures of the same people. I might be making more money than you because I'm not paying off my gear. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true. Right. Yeah. Like, and it just is what it is. Like, I mean, you see the cameras I'm using, like, I don't know anything about cameras. I, but look at how small they are. Uh, right. They, like they, people, people like legit are like, oh, that's not a professional camera. They look legit, bro. But you know what I mean, like yeah, in the I get, game. I get what you're saying. Yeah, in the game. Saying. So yeah, simple is learning the foundation, and you know what I mean. You could talk about diet, exercise, what push, pull, hinge, squat. Yep. yep. Simple, right? It's not ring muscle ups. It's not bar muscle ups. It's not snatch a hundred kilos. It's push, pull. You know what I mean? We forget that. Mm-hmm. We uh, and and we get so caught up in the leaderboard in the sport, we forget that fitness is for life. And real fitness, I think, a successful career in real fitness, not as a person, not as a coach, is if you're able to move when you're ninety years old, like Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. If you are beating your body to shit. And by 50, you need knee replacements and hip replacements. And um, by 70, you can't even stand, you know, like that for what? Yeah. You know, like that's not it. So real fitness is doing the foundation extremely well. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. And I had this conversation with a couple athletes this week. And I thought they were lifting too heavy. And it bothered me to the point where I had to say something. I had to pull them to the side and say something at the end of class. Um, And it's because they're young in their fitness career. that I didn't want it to continue further. And I don't see everyone every day. You know, I coach different classes. So I pulled them aside and I told them, it's like, dude, you got forever to go. But... Um, if reps look like near failure um, in practice, that's not the way it's supposed to go. There's, you know, speedy reps. We're supposed to come out, you know, it, it's supposed to look clean. And and um, if you hurt yourself, you're not going to be able to do this anymore. So yeah. you're not benefiting anyone. So to coaches, like you're not benefiting anyone by letting people skip the foundations. Yeah. Let them do the foundations a million times. And, let, and a, a real coach, a real good coach, makes people fall in love with the foundations you know it's not the ring muscle ups yeah, yeah, yeah they fall in love with moving perfectly moving beautifully um 
So yeah, I had that conversation with people today. Same thing for nutrition. People want the keto fasting 3000. <laughs> Bro, and, and man, the diet industry makes a killing. Like you can't go to the grocery store without saying it's right there at the checkout. The fastest way to lose 30 inches in 30 days. And it's like, okay. Come on, man. It's, it's frustrating. It's frustrating because that's what clients expect. So when I sit down for a consultation, I tell my clients, hey, especially if they've been dieting for years. Yeah, I've been at 800 calories for the past three years. I'm not losing weight. One, you're lying. Two, <laughs> I was just about to say, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way. <laughs> like, how are you calculating your calories? Yeah, so there was a study that came out. So the average person miscalculates. They did a, a it was a small study, but uh, they... They had people track their diets and everyone, the, the average wrong was a thousand calories. That's a lot. They were under reporting by a thousand calories. That's why you're not, <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're not aware, like you got to count oils and you have to like, yeah, 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 yeah. nutrition companies are uh, allowed to lie up to 20%. Oh, that's shit. That's margin of error. And there's that's lot, a there. lot too. That's a lot. That's a, can be someone's entire deficit, you know, a, a steep deficit at that. So, you know, it, it takes a lot more, um, but eating real foods mm -hmm. and, you know, a plate size quantity that's a balanced meal that's not hard um and you can make a lot of progress like that cutting out sugary drinks and drinking more water and sleeping more and you know we could not even touch macros not get complex at all yeah yeah, yeah. and make tons of progress we don't even need to go down that route Bro, that, I'm, I'm not gonna lie like i'm trying to get to that like, I am really good at counting macros, mm -hmm. but I want to get back to, I don't want to count. Like, it's too complicated for me sometimes. Yeah. So, I, I have a, because a, there's probably a lot of people in that boat. I got so good at counting macros that I did not know if something was one ounce or 30 ounces without having to weigh that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I was just... Macros is weighing everything and macros is everything. Um, so I had a client that I had to wean them off macros because okay. they wanted to come back to like a more natural kind of lifestyle. So I had her for a week try to eyeball food and then weigh it. Okay. So it's like you're playing a guessing game. This is what this looks like and then weigh it. So you're checking your work a whole week. Then... Uh, the following week, she was just sending me pictures because I'm real a ninja. I know exactly what something weighs just by a picture at this point. Um, and then I was like, all right, so that looks kind of right. So the structure of the meals kind of stayed the same. And you know what works? That's like super underappreciated, like the fist of protein, the thumb of fat. I don't know if you've ever seen yeah, that. Yeah, I've seen Yeah. It's pretty accurate. Okay. Like, like. <laughs> You can actually like do uh, do that instead of counting macros, but I I like the approach of eventually you don't have to weigh stuff because you can eyeball it and know that it's more or less in in that category. Okay, and if it's ten grams of protein over ten grams of protein under over a day, it's not going to make or break you. You know? Yeah, I, I just 
again, like I I feel like the macros are just a little bit complicated. And then it's also kind of scary for the people who watch me do it. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of almost, I feel like I scare people away from trying Cause you're to, weighing stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like weighing things, and like I'm very strict on like on mm-hmm. things, and like I feel like I I scare the people away from attempting to make the effort to start to lose weight. They're like, oh, it, it's hard. Like you have to do macros, and I'm like, there's got to be a way where I don't have to do macros. Like I I do it a different way. So that's what I'm trying to. Yeah. Like, I want to lead. I want I want that example where I'm like, I, no, I don't count macros. I just eat right. But this is what I eat. Yeah, you know, like a plate of food, like a regular size plate of food, not these oversized plates. Yeah. And that's mostly protein and vegetables and with some carbs also is pretty spot on in terms of the amount of protein you should be getting, the amount of carbs, the amount of fat. Like, you know, we can, at least me at this point, I can kind of put together a meal and be like, that's probably like four to 500 calories with 40 grams of protein. Okay. Um, so just getting to that point and that comes with some eyeballing and some checking your work. Okay. Yeah. We got to get back to that simple. See, I'm going to go back to simple. Yeah. Simple, simple, baby. All right. So I think, I think we could do closing thoughts after that. Absolutely. So you want to start? I don't know if if I have to, I have to let mine process. Yeah. So I haven't watched the podcast yet, but it was, I forgot who. And David Goggins. It just happened. Um, Huberman. Huberman and David Goggins. Yeah. And they talked about the there's some new emerging research in the past couple of years that there's a part of the brain that grow only grows from doing hard things. Mm-hmm. And they say that the people that have developed this part of the brain live a lot longer than the people that haven't develop that part of the brain and it's a i can't wait to watch this podcast of just the other things i had to do um and that was powerful for me because now there's science that shows that doing the hard things is good for you actual mm. science yeah yeah, yeah 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 neuroscience um which i think is pretty cool and fascinating a life void this was a quote that i heard a long time ago and it, it just hit me so hard it's if you avoid doing the hard things, e- easy things become hard. Mm. And I think that's what happened to a lot of people. Yeah. We're in this era of whiny little bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's wildly accurate. <laughs> and that's my closing thought. Oh, shit. I was not expecting that. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um... Well, I don't. I don't even know. Like that. That stopped me. Oh, fuck it. I just again do something hard every day. Find your purpose. Attack it, and don't be a whiny little bitch. I think that's it. That's it. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again for joining us for another episode of the Revs That Count podcast. We enjoy doing these and we do appreciate you taking the time to listen um, especially for the the people who've listened to every episode yeah man like if you listen to every episode like i i really really appreciate you i do like I it do. it means a lot yeah this is a uh, best, one of the best parts of my week 
It's yeah. just sitting here and doing this with you, dude. All right, but uh, we 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 kind of the the tables. Are, wait, like, I don't. Let me let's try the left real quick. Bam. Yeah, that worked. All right, have a good one. All right, peace.